everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 112. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, dude? It's been a very long time since we recorded. It's been one week since you talked to me, two mm. weeks since we talked about <laughs> toys. I don't know. Since something. It's been a while, man. Yeah. We've been busy and yeah we couldn't get our schedules to line up and then yeah. i got busy at work and yeah i got busy uh well i got busy at work too what am i saying we've both been busy at work i saw something about pies oh yeah 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 so uh right now over the summer i am teaching at a camp uh a summer science and art camp and it is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fun job. It's teaching, but it's also, you know, very, you know, camp sort of not, not in like a John Waters sense, but in a, uh, you know, in a Crystal Lake sense, make, yeah, more like that, you know, making lanyards and, and singing the songs and, and stuff like, you know, teen chants and cheers and things like that. And there's a competition each week where the campers can, can earn prizes you know, the different teams can earn prizes and they're, you know, along the lines of throw water balloons at a staffer or, uh, or, or throw a pie at a staffer, that kind of thing. And I got chosen this week to receive a pie. And normally the way they do it at the camp is they have a, uh, just, you know, just a, a paper plate with some shaving cream on it. Mm. And that's the pie. And, uh, I, I was, uh, I was not a fan of that idea because I am a purist because I've seen the three stooges and I know how you're supposed to throw a pie. So I told the camp director that if I'm going to get a pie in the face, I'm going to get a pie in the face and not a plate of shaving cream. So on my lunch break, I ran over to the grocery store, picked up a banana cream pie Brought it back and uh, took a took a pie to the face. How did it go? It went. Uh, <sighs> there were complications. The uh, see the the gag that that I had for this was that they would yeah because the whole day the kids are talking it up like oh Phil you're gonna get a pie you're gonna get a pie and I and I just started oh no that's great pies are delicious I love pie I, I you know bring it on. And then, of course, it's, no, it's it's just shaving cream. You can't eat that. So the gag would be, they uh, they bring out the shaving cream pie. They get ready to throw it in my face. And I dodge it. And it splats on the ground. And I start, you know, playing the playing the heel. You know, to use uh, one of your wrestling terms. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, jeering at the uh, kids, taunting them. Ha ha, your pies can't get me. And that's when the uh, camp director brings out the real pie, which uh, I then proceed to take in the face. So that was the plan. And then, you know, of course, the the obvious gag after that is, you know, you wipe the pie out of your eyes and then you start wiping it off your face and, and eating it because it's, it's a pie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I dodge the fake pie. I take the real pie in the face. I don't know if you've ever gotten a real pie in the face. I have not. You, you want to close your eyes before it happens. Mm. So I'm I'm there. I'm blind. 
I have, uh, you know, banana cream all over my face and my hair. And I go and I, I swipe a big chunk of it off my cheek and uh, put it in my mouth. And unbeknownst to me, and this was not part of the original plan, but one of the other camp workers decided to follow up the banana cream pie with the shaving cream pie. So when I scooped a big chunk of what I thought was banana cream pie off my face, it turned out it was actually shaving cream. Gross. So I shoved a handful of shaving cream into my mouth for about a second and realized what was going on and spit it out with with much gusto. And uh, I don't know if you've ever (laughs) put shaving cream in your mouth. I've had shaving cream accidentally get in my mouth. Have you ever had a handful of it? No, I haven't. Just shoved in your mouth? Yeah, that taste lingers, man. That lingers. I came home, I brushed my teeth, and uh, I can still taste it a little. Oh. Yeah, it'll be there for a while. I was eating some salty chips trying to uh, get the, the taste out. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be there for a little while. There's this, it's this kind of like mentholish sensation in the back of my mouth right now. Mm. It's weird. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I bet, you know. It was a good bit if it, it had was. gone off without a hitch. Yeah, that's true. And, I, you know, I still took a pie to the face. And, and you know, the important part was the kids uh, loved it. They cracked up. And they thought it was funny, and you know that's that's what we're that's the end result we're going for anyway. So, you know, the ends justify the means, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. So there we go. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. Well, yeah, that's what happens when we don't do a show in in forever. And two convention, three conventions happen. <laughs> Also that. Yeah, convention season uh, is here. Yes. Uh, Yeah, so the way we're going to do it this time is Phil and I both picked a handful of things we wanted to talk about from uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. TFCon Canada and uh, ACGHK 2015, which stands for Animation Comics Games hong kong it's a hong kong based convention yes um so yeah let's just get into it um all right my list is going to be kind of uh in order based on when i saw this stuff okay so i'm going to start with from san diego comic-con which is the Mm -hmm. first convention uh g2 menasaur and superion from the transformers combiner wars line Yes, now you have to be pretty excited about this. I am very excited about this. I know you are a big, uh, a big G two fan, mm-hmm. and they do look pretty fantastic. Yeah, they're appropriately garishly colored, <laughs> uh, matching the original G two toys. Yeah, uh, Superion was released to the public, and Menasaur was never actually released. Right. Uh, so Minosaur is even cooler for that reason. Yes. Although I have to say, I I love because uh, what is it the the G two Superion one of the one of the uh, the limbs is uh, done up in gold plastic, mm-hmm. and I believe uh, it suffers the the original G two toy suffers from 
uh, what is known in the fan community as gold plastic syndrome. Oh, yes. Where there was a the type of gold plastic that was being used at that time for toys uh, turns out that it, it becomes very, very brittle with age. Mm-hmm. And it, like, even like sealed in, uh, still in the package, uh, toys, like if, you know, they can just start kind of crumbling under their own weight. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the plastic is so brittle and fragile. So, but, uh, it's kind of cool seeing, uh, you know, one of the, the, it was it slingshot maybe or something. I don't know, but, uh, done up in the gold plastic, obviously, uh, much higher quality gold plastic these days. Right. But, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, and the Aerobots get a new G2 member. That's true. <laughs> in the form of Power Glide. Yes. Who is now silver with some red highlights. Yeah. I just like the big old G2 logo on his uh, chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty great looking. Um, now, is this being sold as a set? Yes, they're both okay. being sold in sets. Um, it's not... I mean, there's no word on where it's being sold, but okay. You know what? I gotta say that's too bad because I I won't. I mean, you know, I would like to get these, mm-hmm. but I won't be just because I can't afford them, and I don't have the the G two uh, nostalgia that you have, right? But I would totally buy that gold uh, slingshot if given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But uh, alas, and I love the. Uh, crazy designs on the wings that they all have very very g2 g2 was a nutty time yes yes it was and yeah menasaur uh we have not had a, a real uh release of menasaur right has been well what was the there was the one toy that was wasn't it uh the first botcon toy was a g2 stenticon Yes, it was a breakdown. Yes. So we're finally getting a, a wide release G2 version of breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then uh, all the others to back them up, which is pretty great. Yeah, I really like the look of both of these. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely getting them. And I actually canceled my pre-orders for the oh. G1 versions. Oh, wow. Nice. So you're just going to go straight G2 with those. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that there's a G2 Devastator. Yeah, yeah, the uh, yellow, mm-hmm. yellow version. Yeah, you, you'd uh, break down and just get that one instead? Yep. Now, how about a G2 Bruticus? Yes, I would definitely get yeah, a G2 you would, Bruticus. You would just, you're just, you want to go straight G2 with all the combiners. Yeah, if I could get, you know, G2 Defensor, which again, which is another toy that wasn't released. Yeah, that's true. Uh, a G2 Defensor, I'd be a happy camper. Nice. Well, I hope nothing but the best for you and your G2 dreams. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, these are pretty cool, though. They really are. Uh, what's your uh, pick? Let's see. What's, uh, what's some of my picks here? You know what? I'm going to go with... Uh, a NECA release. Good folks at NECA. Uh, their video game line. Uh, they have a, well, it's, it's a new old figure 
uh, coming out. Um, we talked about the uh, awful Atari 2600 uh, Leatherface before. Mm-hmm. But uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, they revealed that the uh, the figure that started it all, in terms of the video game homages, the NES Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th is getting a re-release. But you already sorts. have that figure. Well, you know what? This is this is the part that bums me out. Uh, you know, I have the uh, you know, the the original Friday the Thirteenth figure was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, and now it is getting a wider release, which is cool for fans who want to get it but don't want to have to pay however many hundreds of dollars that it's worth these days. I don't I don't even know. Uh, it it might be significantly less than that, but. Um, it's coming with a new accessory. It's, it's the, <laughs> it's the NES horror movie equivalent of, it comes with a new hat. Uh, it comes with, uh, Jason Voorhees' mom, who you battle in the NES game. Mm. And for anyone who has played the NES game, uh, his mother appears in that game as just a giant floating head. And, uh, sure enough, it comes with a little, uh, withered Jason's mom's head <laughs> done up in, in, uh, you know, kind of a nice aqua blue and a, a pleasant looking lavender color. Sure. And I'm kind of bummed out because I would totally want to get that, uh, Jason's mother's head accessory. Well, it comes with a new box too. Yeah, the box, uh, when when you open up the flap, it plays uh, like the Friday the Thirteenth theme music, which I guess is just a cha cha cha. I'm guessing it's just that. Yeah, the little cha cha ha ha that uh, plays when Jason's skulking about. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I said. Little bummed because I I don't want to double dip right on it, but uh, but uh, cool news for uh, everyone else who uh, who missed out on this one the first time around because I I still think that the this is probably the most pure of the NES uh, or video game homages, just in terms of you know. A, a sort of infamous uh, game with uh, a obviously goofy color scheme. So, yeah, and then you see it right next to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you're like, "What happened, NECA? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just it. It's like a lot of people played that Friday the Thirteenth game, and you know, a lot of people remember it for being so bad and so cheesy and everything and you know nobody's played the texas chainsaw massacre game mm-hmm. you know you've you've seen the angry nerd video about it and that's it but you know you don't have any actual experience playing that game right and you wouldn't want to it's a crappy 2600 game which is a whole separate category of crappy game it's true yeah but so yeah that was my first takeaway was uh jason Voorhees with a new hat so he's got a new hat it does have a new hat 
Um, let's see. I'll do a Star Wars one next. Okay. Uh, from San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Star Wars The Black Series. Uh, six-inch toys. Uh, getting a couple Rebels characters. That's uh, pretty cool. Uh, we already knew about Ahsoka Tano. Yes. Uh, from earlier. But, uh, Kanan is getting a six-inch toy. Yeah. How cool is that? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Sort of, uh, further legitimizing, uh, Rebels there. Mm hmm. So you get your Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, finally. Uh, and then at the uh, panel for the uh, Star Wars toys, they announced the winner of the fans' choice. Voting, oh, yeah. And the winner was Darth Revan mm. from Knights of the Old Republic. Yes, no longer canon. True. Uh, but Darth Revan's still cool. And Looked great. I'm excited. Uh, and there's going to be a bonus fans' choice winner is uh, Sabine Wren from Rebels. Oh, nice. That's very cool. They haven't showed any pictures of uh, those two yet, have they? No. Okay. But that's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, also, on the panel, they show this giant TIE fighter for the Black Series from uh, oh, yeah. from The Force Awakens. And, yeah, that's just too big. <laughs> <laughs> it's in scale with the six-inch toys, and it's right. way too big. Right, right, right. I mean, not as big as that Hot Toys TIE Fighter, but... Well, you know, I was you, you were setting me up for a segue. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you think that's too big. Folks over at Hot Toys. <laughs> this was at the uh, ACGHK. Uh, they were showing off their one-sixth scale Millennium Falcon. And, uh, boy, is it. One six scale. <laughs> it is not tiny. Yeah, so they shut off the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon uh, yes. in six scale before, and now it's a there's a full size one, mm -hmm. uh, which most people agree Hot Toys is not actually going to sell. <laughs> it, it was just there to show how impressive it is, but yeah. Uh, what was it like? 12 feet by 18 feet or something ridiculous like that. <laughs> so, but it's, uh, it's there. Yeah, it's a big old Millennium Falcon. It's a really big Millennium Falcon, but it's really friggin' amazing looking. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a movie prop. It's, oh, yes. I mean, and, uh, I like the pictures, uh, of it in the background. You can see the, uh, the one six scale TIE fighter. Which appears to be about six feet tall, just judging by the people standing next to it. Mm. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't think they're going to sell this? Uh, I, well, maybe if they find <laughs> enough billionaires who don't care about their money. Well, man, if they're buying uh, hot toys like crazy, you know, some of these people have to have some money to burn. <laughs> I think even Hot Toys fans have a limit. <laughs> I would, uh, I mean, you would have to have a separate room in your house for that. You might have and, to have a separate house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
because that's that's not even a that's that's a sizable room mm-hmm. to fit that in. So I don't know. Clear out the living room. Move the couch. You got a uh, Millennium Falcon toy to to store. <laughs> um. Well, I was gonna do more chronological order, but since we're talking about hot toys anyway. Yeah. Uh, also from ACGHK, uh, 2015, a miniature Hot Toys oh. figure. Might uh, we be able to afford this one? Yes, I think we will. Uh, there's no <laughs> price yet, but I believe it would be possible to yeah. uh, purchase. Um, yeah, Hot Toys miniature collectible, Ant-Man and Antony. Uh, oh. And then before we were still recording, you said you hadn't seen Ant-Man yet. I have not seen Ant-Man yet. So this is a slight spoiler. So <laughs> so the spoiler is uh, Ant-Man hangs out with ants. Hangs out with a flying ant named Antony. Okay, so, so there's a named ant. Yep. That's pretty amusing. But uh, it's tiny. Yeah, it's uh, relatively about, uh, speaking. 10 centimeters long, which is uh-huh. a little under four inches. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's a, that's a big flying ant. Four yeah. inch uh, ant. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's to scale. That would scare the hell out of me if I saw a four inch long ant. That's true. Um, but it's, it looks really nice. It's really detailed and you know, you get a little Ant-Man collectible. Yeah. It's not bad. Ant-Man's really nice a great looking. movie. So. I gotta go see it. I'm uh, I'm hoping this weekend. Was there a, a part in the movie where uh, he fights atop uh, some Lego bricks? Uh, not really. But there are Lego bricks in the movie. Oh, really? Okay. So the Lego set is uh, you know, somewhat uh, canonical. Yeah. Certainly more so than the. Uh, Mandarin's uh, flamethrowing go-kart. What, you didn't see that cut of the movie? <laughs> Is that the director's cut? Yeah. I See, I missed that. <laughs> uh, I live in uh, Bellevue, Washington, which is home to a lot of nerds. This is where Bungie is, after all. Yes. And uh, I went to the theater here, and um, after the movie, all these people were like, I got to go to the Lego store. I got to I got to buy the Ant-Man set. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh and I bet it sold out very quickly. Oh yeah. Yeah, Lego store, I remember uh they sold out of the uh Jurassic World sets pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. The week that uh came out, so glad I got my Ant-Man set when I did. Yeah, me too. Yep. It's a neat little set, especially yes, for is. that price. Hey, you know what? I uh, I saw one of the Scooby Doo sets. Oh yeah, the other day at uh, Target. Oh, nice. Yeah, they had the uh, the lighthouse. You're waiting for the mystery machine, right? I am going to get the mystery machine. Yes, I am definitely getting the mystery machine, and I don't know. We'll see what else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a lot of Lego stuff coming out. Yeah, on August first, it's uh, Scooby Doo, uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Uh, what else? Is the new Minecraft stuff in August? I don't know. Because uh, if it is. And yeah, there's a, I think what, I think there's new Ninjago and. Oh yeah. There's a few, few new uh, lines mm-hmm. coming out on, on that date. So. 
Yep, that's coming up. We're recording on the July 23rd, so. Yeah, so about a week away. Mm-hmm. That'd be nuts. All right, so that's Ant-Man. Yeah. Let's see here. You know, let's uh, let's stick to hot toys. Uh, we're going to go back to Star Wars real quick. Uh, they already have, uh, well, who do, who, do, who do we have from Hot Toys? We have, uh, Vader. Vader. Uh, we have Stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Boba Fett. Mm, right? Yeah, I think so. Didn't they just, didn't we talk about a Boba Fett? There's a Han Solo. Han Solo. Uh, Chewie. Chewie. And Luke, yep. right? Yep. Yep. And, uh, someone very important is missing from that, uh, group there. Who's that? That would be Lobot. That's true. Finally, we're getting uh, the Lobot figure that we deserve. No, no, it's it's Princess Leia Organa, played by young Carrie Fisher. We're getting uh, we're getting a Leia figure. Oh yeah, yes. Have you have you seen it? Yes, I have. She's she's decked out in her uh, A New Hope, Episode Four, the original Star Wars, uh, with the hair buns and the the white cloak and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, what do you think? You know, I know we've, we've talked about, uh, Hot Toys, uh, actor likenesses. Yeah, they uh, haven't really been on their game lately. What do you think about Young Leia here? Um, I think it looks pretty good, actually. I do too. I'm, I'm actually pretty impressed. Uh, before we started recording, we were talking about their, cause they, Hot Toys has a bunch of, of figures coming out and, uh, one of them we were talking about was they're doing a Pepper Potts from the Iron Man movies. And, you know, it's obviously uh, supposed to be Gwyneth Paltrow, but it's... uh does not look like Gwyneth. Yeah, it, it, well, you know what? It, it, it kind of looks like Gwyneth uh, from the end of Seven <laughs> is is the way that that figure looks. But, uh, no, I think they did a pretty good job with young Carrie Fisher. Yeah. So, because I want to... I wanna, kiss this toy <laughs> on, on her pouty lips so yeah it's pretty uh pretty nice looking toy yeah they showed this off at uh acg hk um yes. and uh leia will be coming with uh, a couple different hands and two right. two weapons yep she's got her uh blaster that she had in the beginning of the movie and yep. a stormtrooper blaster and for uh blasting open uh garbage disposal grates into the garbage chute flyboy that's right i don't care what you smell go ahead and get in there chewbacca princess leia was a pretty great character yeah i know that's a that's a good movie yeah i think uh i think we're getting pretty close to uh wanting to show it to our our kid uh the wife and i <laughs> This is this is what nerds we are is what, you know before you have a kid or you know as as the the pregnancy is going on you have a lot of uh, important discussions you know like oh what what are we going to name the child you know uh or what what school are we going to to send the kid to what do we want to do day, uh, daycare do we want to do uh, you know, stay at home dad, you know, do you want, how, how many months do you want to, to, uh, to stay home with the kid, that sort of thing. Uh, one of our big important conversations was how old should he be when we show him Star Wars? Cause 
because we, we, you know, we're like, you know, is is like four or five? Is that too young? You know, I mean, there's the, there's the temptation to wait a little longer to like second or third grade, just so they'll be a little older and and will appreciate it more. But then there's also that like you know that really early childhood kind of magic that. Like, you know, a four or five year old might see with it. But, uh, I think we're getting to a point where, uh, where we think he can handle it and, and would get a kick out of it. So I think we're, I think we're getting close to showing it to him. You just really want to see Star Wars again. I just want to watch Star Wars again, but, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be really fun, uh, watching it with the kid, you know? I'm, I'm, because you you know what the the big thing is is you want them to be old enough to get the weight of the the twist in Empire. You know that that Lobot is the true hero of the of the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know you want it. You want to have that because, well, you know I don't I don't know if you saw this. I mean you're not <laughs> you're not a, a, as attuned into. Uh, young children's <laughs> toys as like I am, but, um, uh, they are coming out with, uh, star Wars, uh, little golden books. Hmm. Remember, you, you remember the little golden books? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, classic pokey little puppy and the tawny scrawny lion and that, uh, they're doing the, uh, the star Wars saga in a little golden book form and they look super cute. And I'm actually pretty excited to get them for Finn. And, you know, I'm excited to get them for myself through Finn, I uh. should say. But, um, but, you know, I don't want him, I don't want him finding out the whole, you know, I'm your father thing from the book. You know what I mean? I don't want to like get the book for him and have him read that before seeing the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, these are the, the kind of dilemmas. You know, I don't care where the kid goes to college, whatever. <laughs> I don't care if he goes to college. I do care, however, that he goes into Star Wars and Empire pure. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what viewing order are you going to give him? Oh, the, the obvious right one. Come on. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of debate among parents about viewing we, order. We, we start with the Ewok movies. Okay. Because, uh, they take place chronologically. Uh, you know, then we, uh, move on to the droids cartoon. Okay. Then Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, episodes two and three. Uh, then the Ewok cartoon. Then the holiday special minus the Boba Fett cartoon. Uh, episode one, episode four. Uh, the, uh, Clone Wars, uh, CG series. Followed by uh, the first season of Rebels, uh, followed by the Boba Fett cartoon from the Star Wars Holiday Special, followed by the Star Wars radio play, that you uh, may remember, uh, followed by the making of uh, Star Wars A New Hope, uh, followed by season two of Rebels. Followed by Empire Strikes Back. Okay. So. I mean, that's the way I saw it. Right. And that's, I mean, again, you don't want to force your childhood onto your kids, but 
you know, sometimes there's that, that nostalgia kind of takes over and you really, uh, you want to see the magic, uh, in their eyes. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. Yeah. No, we're going to show them four, five, six. <laughs> Come on. Come on. They're called prequels for a reason. You know, you're supposed to watch them after the fact. They're called prequels because it's a dumb word and it's a dumb series. Well, it is, but still, but still, you know what I'm, I'm going to be very interested in seeing though is how, and then we're going way off topic here. So I'll make this quick. I'm interested to see, cause we are going to show them prequels. I'm not going to be one of those, you know, oh, my, if I forbid my kid from seeing a movie that I did not enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, so I'm very interested to, to see what his reaction will be. Um, cause in my experience, uh, with, with teaching kids and just talking to them about movies and stuff like that, uh, the kids, you know, they don't see the difference between the originals and the prequels. Right. You know, it's, it's all just Star Wars to them and it's all just cool to them. You know, uh, there was a kid I was teaching, uh, and on Halloween, he showed up and this was a, a second grader. He was dressed, he came, he came in dressed as Indiana Jones. And I was very impressed. I was like, wow, that's awesome. You like Indy? And he's like, yeah, I've, I've seen all the movies. Cool. Which one's your favorite? Guess which one was his favorite? Uh, Crystal Skull. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal Skull was his favorite. And you know what? He doesn't see that as a kind of crappy follow-up that probably should have been made it to him. It's just, it's another indie movie. It's just, it's more Indiana Jones running around having adventures. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, that's the, the magic of storytelling, uh, it's the power of myth. It's like poetry. It's like they, they rhyme. Um, anyway, yeah, we got way off topic. My next pick mm-hmm. is from Mattel. Uh, they bought Mega Blocks at the San Diego Comic Con. They had a Mega Blocks uh, Castle Grayskull from Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Along with a little uh, Mega Blocks He Man and Battle Cat. Uh, now, this is not an actual set, it's just to gauge fan interest. But I would say uh, fans are pretty interested in a Mega Blocks He Man line. I got to say. You know, Mega Blocks kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Never been a fan of them, but uh, boy, that Castle Grayskull is kind of beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it looks <laughs> it looks really nice. Um, like to the point where I'd I'd be tempted to buy it. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure even if they release a Castle Grayskull, it won't be nearly this detailed. Yeah, that's probably true. It's really nice looking though the model that they made. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I hope they do it. Yeah, I hope so. And it sounds like a lot of people are interested in this sort of thing. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, they might as well. Yeah. They have both brands. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like poetry. Exactly. They rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I want to go back to NECA real quick. But we already... We're done with NECA. No, we're not. What? No, we're not. I got one more thing I want to talk about from NECA. More gremlins. They're doing more gremlins. And uh, 
you know, lately they've been just kind of doing weird, like concept art mogwai and things like that. But yeah. it's just like, what the hell am I looking at here? Mm-hmm. They're finally going back and doing some uh, movie, uh, some actual movie figures from Gremlins Two. Uh, we are getting uh, Mohawk, uh, the the kind of main bad guy Gremlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a uh, machine gun. Well, he's got wait, what is that? Is Uzi? Yeah, it's an Uzi. I don't know anything about guns. He's got a he's got an Uzi that he was using to shoot at Billy, I believe, in Gremlins Two, and that's an awesome one. But uh, even more awesome is the Bat Gremlin, the uh, the mutated Gremlin with the awesome bat wings who goes outside and flies around and perches up on a building and looks all gargoyly. Yeah, it gets thrown in concrete. Yeah, yes, and actually turns into a gargoyle. Mm-hmm. And this thing looks amazing. You know they're going to release a gargoyle repaint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. They'll have to. I mean, uh, it's NECA. If they could find a way to uh, slap some pixels on that, and release <laughs> it as a video game thing, they'll do it. But, uh, yeah, this thing is really, really cool. I You're interested? You're going to buy it? I... I'm I'm forced uh, begrudgingly to admire this one from afar because you know it's it's going to be fairly pricey I'm sure mm. and it's going to be big you know I'm sure it's going to be uh, pretty sizable and I just don't have room for it I but, hear you but he looks really freaking cool uh, my last thing is from TFCon. Uh, during the third-party panel at TFCon. Uh, they shut off Fans Projects. Uh, well, I guess it's not Dino King from Transformers Victory. Mm. Uh, Dino King was a combiner, a repaint of Monstructor. It was a pretender combiner, right? Yes. All e- the... Each of the limbs was a pretender. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in this toy, each of the limbs is also a pretender. And the pretender shells are apparently huge. Oh, really? Yeah. They, uh, the pretender shells double as a piggy bank because uh, they all have coin slots in them. Do they really? Yep. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is so silly. Yeah, the shells will be sold separately. Um, and Oh, hmm. You know. The whole thing is going to be very expensive as a result. Right. Um, but, yeah, it looks really neat. But if you don't care about the whole pretender aspect, you can just skip the, the shells altogether. Right. And you have a, you know, combiner. So, so is the pretender shells are, are the parts that actually look like dinosaurs. Correct. And the internal robots They're, look like weird monster things. Yeah. I mean, it, okay. it is a monstructor repaint. After right, all. right. So if you want the actual kind of Dino King aspect, you do need to buy the shells. Yeah, the shells are like cybernetic dinosaurs. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's a, what do you think? It's a really neat thing that yeah. uh, Hasbro would never do, but it's also going to be extremely expensive. Yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of a neat way to go about it, but... You know, get, offering them piecemeal like that, but yeah, it's more more money than it would be worth to me. Yeah, I'm not that big a fan of Victory to get this. Um, <laughs> right. 
And even if they did a Monstructor repaint, I still wouldn't get it. But right, it'd be neat. Yeah, I have I have no nostalgia for uh, Monstructor. So, uh, yeah, Dino King was never released in the U.S. Right, but uh, Monstructor was. Yes, and is very expensive. Yeah, and the the Pretender shells for Monstructor they weren't so much shells as like weird rubbery suits that kind of slithered over top of the figures right yes i believe so and like these days they are they like the 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 plastic used to form the the shells is like because it's so soft and pliable it's it it gets all slimy and like liquid starts seeping out of it or something gross like that yeah it happens with the soft plastics (laughs) right um yeah, Monstructor was really tiny too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, weren't the the limbs like almost like MicroMaster size? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Once you once you get them out of their little pretender shells. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, but Di- yeah, Dino King is is awesome, and I yeah, I wish I could go back in time and get a Dino King, but I, yeah. I'm still not going to buy this one. No, no. But it's a neat thing. It is. It is. Uh, more power to those who, uh, who who decide to go all in for it. Mm-hmm. Hey, how about one last thing? Okay. How about one last thing keeping on with uh, the transforming robot? The combining transforming robot. Yeah. Uh, this was revealed at uh, the comic convention uh, down in uh, uh, Hasta Luego. I believe is the name of the city mm-hmm. it was in. Yeah. Uh this is it's the uh, the fan built uh combiner. Uh Victorian. And uh this was the one where the fans got to pick uh what the alt modes and the color scheme and the gender and faction and all those different sort of aspects. Mm-hmm. And so we are getting the very first female combiner and uh she is comprised of uh Oh, it's all uh, repaints of existing Combiner Wars figures. The body is uh, Hotspot, and uh, there are twin Alpha Bravo repaints. So you get two helicopters and then uh, two cars, and I I don't remember which of the two Stunticons. They are both Stunticons, right? I believe so. Or maybe one's a... I don't know. Protect-a-bot. But yeah, you're getting two cars, two helicopters. And a motorcycle. And, and yes, the chest uh, piece is a motorcycle. And uh, they all have, well, I don't think the motorcycle does, but all the other figures have new heads. So they have uh, some more you know, feminine-looking heads on them. And a, uh, a new combiner uh, head as well. And a very unified color scheme. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of this color scheme. I have to admit, uh, neither am I. <laughs> um, she looks very, uh, very Christmassy. Yeah, it's because it's it's red in it's red in this kind of pale green that has sort of a hint of blue in it as well. But um, yeah, all the the figures 
use that red and green color scheme and yeah, the resulting uh, combined mode is just this this big mishmash of of red and green. And I don't know, it's it's a little eyesorey. Yeah, it's not working for me. Yeah. Um I like the idea of Victorian. I really like the weapon. Yeah, the weapon is uh well each of the 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 five main robots comes with a new weapon. Uh most of them are swords, but then you have like a shield and some kind of like battle knife or something. Uh and then the weapons all combine to form a giant sword for Victorian, which is really neat. It's a really cool looking sword. Yes, it is. Uh, I really like that. I really like the new combiner head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the color scheme is just really not my thing. And I, this is yeah. coming from a G2 fan. <laughs> it's, it's the wrong kind of garish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm not digging that there's two helicopters. Well, I yeah. do like the Alpha Bravo mold. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that there's two of them. Yeah, it seems kind of... Well, I mean, unnecessary, considering how many, you know, Combiner Wars figures they have to to choose from. Yeah, they could have put another... They could have put a jet on there. Yeah, they could have put a jet. They could have put, you know, any of the Protectabots. Nah, I don't know. But uh, are you going to pass on this, then? I am passing. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I still don't know. I mean, I want to just because I like the idea of it so much, but I think it's just, it's going to have to be how much it's going to cost and how much spare money do I have at the time. Yeah. Victorian will be sold as a set. Yeah. They haven't said where though, right? No. Okay. So yeah, I think it's going to be uh how much, how much spare money do I have when this thing drops? Yeah, the color scheme is just, ugh. Yeah. Don't like it. No, I'm, I'm with you there. But, uh, but, you know, like you said, I really like the idea of it, but, yeah, I'm torn. Yeah. I'm torn. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Yes, Um, we did. We should take a break. And when we come back, we have even more stuff to talk about. Oh, my goodness. Generation two aerial bots and combaticons he sold separately. And we're back. Uh, we got some other stuff to talk about that's not from cons. Uh, cons. But, yeah, it's just random stuff that was uh, shown off outside of conventions. Um, first up. Transformers Collectors Club figure subscription service 4.0. Yes. It's the Combiner Wars toys, the the Mayhem Attack Squad. One that I'm not terribly interested in. Yeah, yeah, me neither. (laughs) Uh, The sixth figure was revealed. Yes. 
Uh, the sixth figure is Impactor. Yep. Which is admittedly pretty cool. Yep. Uh, Impactor is using the Combiner Wars Rook mold. Yeah. Uh, and it looks real neat in Photoshop form. Yes, it does. I, um, would uh, not mind it. Yeah, it's definitely not worth subscribing just to get no. this figure. No, I may. Well, that's going to be the figure that goes for the most on the secondary market, for sure. Yeah. I mean, people want um, the wreckers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I definitely want to get it, but we'll see how expensive it starts going for. Yeah. But. I dig it. I do too. I've not played with the uh, Rick mold yet, but uh no, neither have I. I've heard good things. Um speaking of Transformers, uh a while back the uh Platinum Edition Dinobots were talked about and we were wondering what they're going to oh, do. Yeah. Uh, usually when they say Platinum Edition these days, it means G1 reissue. Uh but obviously the Dinobot molds have not been used in a while because I think they don't even have the molds anymore. Yeah, that's why I uh, was kind of under that impression too. Um, so yeah, the Platinum Edition Dinobot set was shown off, and it turns out it's the Age of Extinction Dinobots. Yeah, and boy, are the fans pissed. Done up in G1 style. Yeah, like the San Diego Comic Con set. Uh, but these Dinobots have some new heads. Yeah, and these heads look really good. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and like, I'm kind of bummed that I got the <laughs> that I I got the uh, uh Comic Con set. Yeah, they're very G1 inspired heads for these uh, Age of Extinction toys. Yep. Yes, indeed. So that is kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I'd like that but I don't want to uh rebuy them just for just for the new heads. <laughs> so yeah, I already have the set. Um was not the biggest fan of the set. But really? But if I had not bought it already, uh, I would probably buy these versions just because I really like the new heads. Yeah, so do I. And I like the toys, too. I was not a big fan of most of those toys. Really? Yep. Well, this is one of those moments where we have to agree to disagree, I think, my friend. I think the show's over. Shut it down. Shut it all down. Shut it all down. Uh, you know what will get us back together? What's that? Lego. Uh, I love Lego. Yeah, me too. How do you not like Lego? So the next wave of collectible minifigures, yeah. Series 14, yeah. uh, we've talked about it before, is the uh, you know Halloween-themed set. Yeah. Uh, so... The pictures of the minifigures themselves have been released on Idle Hands uh, blog. Uh, yes. 
What do you think? They look awesome. I tend to agree. I'm on board. I am way on board. Um, what have we seen here? We've seen the uh, the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I guess, uh, yeah, it's it's a repaint of the Yeti mold. I like Come- that it comes with a camera. Yeah, yes, for capturing grainy footage. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have a uh, uh, like spider vampire queen. Yeah, looks uh, yeah, looks pretty good there. Yeah. Uh, I I really like the rock and roll Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got his denim jacket and a rock guitar. Uh, let's see. We got the, the stone gargoyle is pretty awesome. Yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. Um, uh, is that a new set of wings? I think uh, it looks like it. Yeah. And a new headpiece too, I believe. Get a couple of those, put it up in your own castle or whatever. Oh, for sure. That'd be awesome. Yep. Uh, the skeleton trick or treater. I really like that one. I love it. He's, uh, I, I think you were kind of hoping that he was going to be like the uh, Karate Kid mm-hmm. with the skeleton suits, and that's show enough what he is. Yep, and I like how it's the Lego skeleton in particular. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> and he comes with a little uh, pumpkin bucket to collect candy in. Yep. And let's see. Yeah, there's a zombie businessman, a zombie cheerleader. Yeah, pretty much what you would expect from exactly those. Um, what is the, the specter? I'm guessing that's the specter, the kind of like Harry Potter Dementor looking thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got to say, the the star of this wave, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, the the uh, man eating plant. Yeah, it's, it's a dude with a giant Audrey Two mask. Yep, and it looks awesome. And it comes with two giant uh, vines for him to hold in his hand. And it looks great. And he's completely freaked out about it. Yes, he is. I'm going to be getting a couple of those. Yeah, they're pretty great. And it looks like that's going to be very easy to find in the package, too. Mm-hmm. Because of that giant headpiece. Um, Yeah, I mean, there are obviously other ones we haven't seen yet. But, uh, right. yeah, it's a nice look at an upcoming wave of Lego minifigures. I'm uh, way down for this. Way down for this. Uh, Let's talk about stuff we got recently. Okay. Uh, Given that we haven't talked in a while, there's going to be quite a bit of stuff, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, I've been on a retro kick lately. Yeah. uh, And I wanted to get some... Kenner uh, Terminator toys for mm. some reason. I mean, there's a Terminator movie out. But that's not the reason I wanted to get these toys, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So I got pretty much every version of a T800 that you can get, or at least the different variants. Uh, I got from the Terminator Two line. I got the Endo Glow Terminator. Oh, nice. Uh, which is the glow-in-the-dark one. Uh, NECA, for this year's San Diego Comic-Con, made a their own version of the Endoglow Terminator. Yes. <laughs> um, from the Terminator 2 3D line, 
I got the Techno Punch Terminator, which is the standard silver T800. Um, from the Terminator 2 Future War line, I got the Metal Mesh Terminator, which is like a copper version of the T800. Yes. And I got Chromium. <laughs> Freaking Chromium. Yeah. Which is an original character for the toy line. Uh, it's a big robot skeleton that can <laughs> extend its limbs and has a cow uh, horns on its head. Yes. Or bull yes. horns on its head. I, I actually have, I, I, I bought most of these uh, back in the, the 90s when they were first available. And uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, they are, they are ridiculous. Yeah, Chromium is a ridiculous character. Yes, yes. And I, I have no idea how uh, Chromium fits into uh, the uh, the lore of uh, of the Terminator. I don't know if he showed up in anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably not. <laughs> um, a while back, probably last year, actually, uh, I, uh kicked in for a Kickstarter for a uh, one-six scale jacket. It was the main character of the game Hotline Miami. And uh, I just received the toy. Oh, cool. It's very cool. Yeah, I remember you talking about this uh, back when you first backed it. Mm-hmm. So pretty awesome that it uh, showed up. Yeah, yeah, they've got a new uh, Kickstarter going on for a motorcycle henchman, I think. No, oh, um, cool. I'm not as interested in that, but um yeah, jacket is really cool. Uh unfortunately the one I got the box got really damaged. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh it's a really neat box the art on it is cool, but yeah, for some reasons like something someone stepped on it or something. I don't know oh, what man. happened. But um the toys inside, everything was fine. So I didn't want to bother sending everything back. Um, and since I took it out of package anyway. Wow, well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I'm glad I uh, backed that one. Cool. That's very, very cool. How many, uh, Kickstarters have you seen come to fruition? Um, probably only a handful. Right. I, I backed, uh, quite a few and I'm still waiting on a bunch of stuff. Right. Uh, still waiting on uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Uh, yeah, obviously Shenmue is not going to come anytime soon. No, uh, well, Mighty Number no. Nine has a date. Yes, that's like what two months away? Yeah, roughly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some other stuff I forget. No, but yeah, I haven't seen much come to fruition. But hmm. I don't know. It's fine. Still. Pretty cool though. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I got this one. Yes. Um, you know, I had to get a Lego set eventually. Sooner, <laughs> sooner than later, I'm gonna buy a new Lego set, right? Of of course. Uh, so I earlier this month uh, bought the Lego Creator Ferrari F40, which is the big uh, Ferrari F40 model, and mm. it's really, really good. Jealous. It's really good. Jealous. Uh, the build of you. the build is really neat. Um especially the engine. The engine is really cool when you're putting it together. Uh all the little features are neat. It feels like a technic set, but 
a lot better. Yeah. Um, the sticker situation, and there's quite a few stickers, uh, but it's not, it's not super bad, but you know, it's unfortunate that there have to be stickers. Yeah. But still sounds pretty awesome. I highly recommend that. So I, I do really want to get it solely for the outrun connection. Yeah. And before someone points it out, I think someone tried to bust me on Twitter about this. Uh, this particular Ferrari did appear in uh, Outrun 2. So. Yeah, the Outrun is usually the Testarossa, but. Yeah. But Outrun uh, 2 had a, quite a few uh, different uh, Ferraris to choose from. So. Yeah, I, I got to get that. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. Uh, what'd you get? Transformers. Every friggin' one. Apparently. The Transformers. Look at all these toys. I could not stop getting uh, big deluxe packs of Transformers <laughs> these past couple weeks. Um, You're going to make a fort out of all the boxes? Yeah, seriously. Uh, well, let's see. I'll, I'll talk about one of the old ones first. I, uh, I, we, we've talked about the Age of Extinction Autobots United pack on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, the five set. It comes with the, uh, the Autobots from the movie, uh, the Voyager Prime, Voyager Hound, and then the deluxe class, uh, Bumblebee, Drift, and Crosshairs. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, they, they have, uh, significantly better paint schemes than the standard retail releases. Right. Uh, more paint, uh, applications, more screen accurate, uh, just overall significantly nicer looking figures. And, uh, that is on clearance on, uh, Hasbro Toy Shop. Oh, right really? Now. Yes. I mean, not a deep clearance, certainly, but, um, it's down to like, because what was it? It was like 130, I think. 120, 130. Uh, it's down to, uh, 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 like 90 bucks mm. right now, which, you know, again, not a huge discount, but it does, uh, pretty much bring it down to what the normal retail price for that would be. Mm. You know, so you're not paying any sort of, uh, exclusive set markup. So, uh, they were having, uh, actually this was over 4th of July, uh, weekend. They were doing a, uh, free shipping. Although I think they normally have like, yeah, if you spend over 50 bucks, you get free shipping anyway. So mm-hmm. that's going to ship free for you regardless. But, uh, I broke down and picked it up cause I, I've, I've been wanting to get those for a while. Um, have you had you messed with the molds other than Optimus Prime? Nope, not at all. Uh, what do you think of them? Uh, well, I will be honest with you. I still haven't messed with all of them. Mm. Um, uh, the the Prime toy, uh, you know, we've both played with before. That's a really fun uh, mold. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Bumblebee, I've messed with. I'm I wasn't real big on Bumblebee. Um, I I have not played with a movie Bumblebee toy that I've enjoyed playing with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. 
it's for some reason uh the the bumblebee toys just are never that great mm-hmm. uh and i've uh played with the hound and hounds is actually pretty good okay yeah it's you know he's a fairly simplistic but uh he's not bad so it's a you know pretty cool little toy and you know the the premium paint job on him looks uh, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't uh I haven't transformed Drift or Crosshairs yet. Okay. So although I was messing around with Crosshairs in robot mode uh you know sort of unfolding his little uh, duster jacket that he wears cuz uh in the packages uh, and this is with the uh, standard retail one as well there are a couple you know, he has a, a a big kind of backpack kibble on his back, uh, but you know, in the movie, it's it it's it's made up to look like he's wearing a coat, and to sort of add to that effect on the toy, the inside of the kibble has these little rubbery parts that swing out, and you connect them into his chest, so it makes it look like he's he is actually wearing like a wrap around coat, as opposed to just having these big plates hanging off his back. So it's kind of a neat little touch. But uh yeah, I'll get to mess with those at some point. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm just curious. I hadn't messed with those before either. So Yeah, hound hound I like uh Bumblebee not so much. Um you know, I think uh I think I have all the uh characters that appear in the movie cuz I have the uh the stinger repaint of bumblebee sitting in my pile of loot and i think uh you know i have galvatron i think isn't that all the characters that appeared in the movie yeah plus you know the dinobots obviously but i have right. all those and so. then you have those uh you have um what is it lockdown yeah i have lockdown i have lockdown's uh, little robot dog mhm you know yeah there you go so yeah I can uh, recreate uh, Age of Extinction whenever I want. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm that weird guy who actually kind of enjoyed Age of Extinction. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What else you get? Uh, what else did I get? Well, uh, I was at, uh, stopped at Toys R Us the other day on a whim. And I walk back to the Transformers section, and what do I see sitting on the shelf but a big box with a big green robot on it? And I go, holy... It's Devastator. There, right in front of me, in the store, looking at me with his big red goggles, just saying, Phil, take me home. You know you want me. So I bought him. So I uh, I have Devastator now, Titan class Devastator. Yeah, it's a big one. Six Voyager sized figures that combine into a really really tall toy, and he's huge, and he's awesome, and I really like him. Cool. I busted him out. Uh, the box uh, that he comes in surprisingly small. Hmm. You know, I was expecting something along the lines of the the Metroplex box. Right. Which is huge. Mm-hmm. The Metroplex box is just enormous. 
And the Devastator box is like half that size. Weird. Yeah. And I was just like, the, but are these things smaller than I thought they were? But no, they're just very efficiently packed into the, uh, the box. Cause I, I was, I was a little nervous that these, you know, oh, they're supposed to be Voyager class, but they're going to have to be pretty tiny. But yeah, they're just, uh, the vehicles are still pretty, uh, sizable. But, uh, you know, someone at Hasbro was busting out their Tetris skills. <laughs> to uh to fit these all in the box so have you messed with all the toys uh yeah oh yeah i have uh devastators combined he's uh standing on my computer desk right next to me looming over me yeah um yeah they uh you know as you might expect they uh the constructicons come packaged in their vehicle mode so Mm -hmm. i turned them all into robots and messed around with them for a bit and then turned them back into vehicles and then into devastator where they will stay forever probably actually no they'll end up back in their vehicle modes in their box at some point because i'm gonna have to store him away oh at some point until i have a a place where i can permanently display him but uh yeah it's it's really cool um you know there are, are minor complaints about you know some of the individual uh constructicons you know the the some of them lack elbow joints that the japanese ones are getting but mm-hmm. it's like you know it's i'm, I'm not yeah yeah you, know, you don't buy constructicons for their individual robot modes <laughs> you know you buy it for devastator and devastator looks fantastic and you know it has actually has pretty decent posability and is you know like you can move his arms without having them fall out, which was the problem with the G1 toy. So I uh, I am a fan. Cool. So I'm glad I, I picked it up. Yeah, I, like I said, I really hope they make a G2 version. Yeah, they will. I mean, you, you know they will. Somewhere, somehow, there will be a G2 version of this. Uh, and the, uh, final thing I got was my, uh, BotCon, uh, non-attendee oh, box set finally arrived. Showed up. Yes, uh, they actually, they, they even sent an email out, uh, when they shipped it. So, I gotta give, uh, FunPub some minor credit for that, that they <laughs> alerted me when they shipped my package. <laughs> and it's sad that I have to give them credit for alerting me when they shipped my package, but it's FunPub we're talking about. Yeah. Here's something amusing about Fun So, so I get the uh, the notice. Hey, we shipped your uh, we shipped your package. Okay, great. You know, two days later it arrives. Okay, fantastic. I got my my toys. About two days after that, I get an email from them saying, "Hey, so we." shipped your package and we only charged you x dollars for shipping and it's actually supposed to be like seven bucks more uh we need your authorization to charge your credit card again <laughs> for the uh for the uh, uh you know, amount uh that we forgot to charge the first time around mm-hmm 
And I just thought, well, this is, this is a weird position. Do I just not respond? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they I, already shipped it out. They shipped it out. You know, it's, it's their fault that they did not charge me for, you know, you, you'd think when that, wouldn't they get charged for the postage when they printed it out originally? You know, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, it, it shipped, it arrived, it was delivered. I have the toys. They're, they're not going to come demand that I send them back. So what do I do? Uh, but I, I was a nice guy and, and said, yes, go ahead and charge me the rest of the shipping. Just because I don't, uh, I don't want to get blacklisted. You know, I need my shattered glass toys. Oh yeah, of course. And, and they're my they're my dealer for that. Uh but I did uh I did get my Cybertron's most wanted set from uh Botcon this year. And I messed around with uh, some of the toys. Okay. And um Yeah, pack what's that? I was gonna say which ones did you mess around with, but you're gonna tell me. So I am gonna tell you. Uh, I messed around with Pack Rat who is just a uh, straight repaint of the rat trap uh, toy, which is a, a really good toy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he looks cool in blue, but, you know, he's just a, a simple blue repaint, so nothing too thrilling there. Uh, messed around with Battle Trap, who is the repaint of Voyager Class Springer with a new head. And that's a great toy to begin with. And it's, uh, it works really well as Battle Trap. It looks really good in the color schemes. Uh, the new head looks really cool on him. And, uh, it's just a cool idea and a cool homage to a one of the goofier, uh, and slightly more obscure Transformer toys from the G1 days. <laughs> Duocons. The, the Duocons. Two different vehicles and you slap them together and they become a robot. Exactly. So, so it's, it's a, it's, that one's really cool. It's, that's one of the, uh, top ones in the set. Um, I did not, the only toy I did not mess around with is the, <laughs> the one shattered glass toy in the set. Oh, what? I would figure that would be the I, first one. You Well, I don't want to touch him and get him dirty. Oh. Got to keep him pristine for my shattered glass collection. Save the best for last. I see what you're doing. Yes. No, because I, I, it's Shattered Glass Stepper, which is a repaint of the Deluxe Jazz mold, uh, who comes with, uh, Target Master Nebulon, which is a repaint of the little Target Master dude that came with Cyclonus. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I don't care about Shattered Glass. I'm, I'm considering selling him off, actually, hmm. which is kind of why I didn't, uh, didn't play with him. So I, you know, I, then you can list it as mint. Exactly. Never, uh, you know, I took him out of the box. That's it. He's not been transformed. So I may, I may sell him. I may not. I don't know yet, but I can't imagine he's going for much. Uh, last I checked, he was going for like 50 bucks. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, it's better than nothing, but fun, 50 pub, bucks. fun pub stuff usually is a bit more. Oh yeah. But you know, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. It's true. I don't know. You know, and again, it's shattered glass, which I really love. You love don't, it. Don't give a hoot about. It's your favorite thing in Transformers. Yes. Yes, yes it is. 
and um, I tried out the uh, the Megatron. You haven't toy. messed around with the uh, breakdown mold, right? I did not mess around with the breakdown mold. This is the uh, Transformers Prime Deluxe Breakdown. Uh, only came out in Japan. And uh, he's repainted to look like uh, Dark of the Moon Megatron. He has a new Megatronish head, which is actually, it's a pretty cool head. And uh, he comes with three uh, arms Micron figures, uh, one of which is Scalpel, uh, homage to the little surgeon robot from uh, from Dark of the Moon. And uh, Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, Heavyweight, who is a... Uh, turns into a pink mace, which is uh, obviously an homage to Megatron's weapon from the G1 cartoon, the little energy mace that comes out of his wrist, which you can actually plug uh, this into his uh, the figure's wrist as well. So that's kind of cool. And then uh, Boombox, who turns into essentially uh, Megatron's fusion cannon. So this so is can... kind of like the one... All in one Megatron. Yes, exactly. You got kind of the Transformers Prime aesthetic with uh, some G1 homages and a deco that is uh, is from the movies. So it's yes, it's your all-purpose Megatron. Uh, I, yeah, I had not messed with that mold before. Um, it's a little more complicated to transform than I expected. Yes, yeah. Yeah, like there there were parts where I was just like, boy, I feel like I'm going to break this. <laughs> yep. I feel like there are parts like the 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 part on his uh you, you basically at one point sort of flip the hood of the car down underneath the car and the head kind of pops up. But before you do that, you have to actually kind of split open. There's like a little trap door on the the hood of the car that you slide these two doors apart and then you fold it down and the head comes up through the doors and like, you know, the connection was a little tight. So I didn't quite have the doors open completely. So as I'm putting it down, the head sort of catching on the doors and, and then like hearing plastic kind of creak a little. And I'm just like, Oh man, I don't want to uh, destroy this toy that I got. But, uh, I was able to get it figured out, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's a neat mold. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's cool looking, uh, in both molds or both modes. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun little thing. And it, it looks really cool as Megatron. I think it actually works surprisingly well as sort of a weird G1 or primed up version of, uh, of movie Megatron. Cool, and the uh, the final one is sort of the 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 star of the set. Yep, the new double pretender oil master. Uh, and this was well, we've talked about oil master. I'm not going to go into the whole history of of who or what oil master is, mm -hmm. uh, other than to say it's it's a toy homaging a uh, abandoned G1 concept uh, toy. Uh, but it's a, uh, the robot is a repaint of the, uh, 
Generations uh, Legends Swerve uh, as a Decepticon in gray and purple. And comes with the repaint of the little Target Master uh, flanker uh, robot. And it, they both come packed in a brand new Pretender shell that looks like a big armored gorilla. Truck, not monkey. <laughs> well, truck and monkey. Oh, you're right. Because you're getting you're getting a swerve repaint in there, so it's the best of both worlds, truck and monkey. And uh, basically, the gorilla has a giant metal backpack that flips open and reveals his big hollowed-out innards, where uh, the oil master robot and his little target master buddy uh, can tuck away. And then uh, comes with a gun and a sword that the gorilla can hold on to. And I, I believe Oil Master can hold on to them as well. And they're supposed to store on his backpack as well, but they don't really fit in there hmm. at all, at least on mine. Um, but it's it's cool. I mean, it's it's a it's a new pretender, you know. It's a little cheesy and hokey looking, but it's a pretender, and that's what pretenders are. Yep. So. uh I don't know. I'm I'm actually pretty pleased with them. And that swerve mold, it's a, you know, it's a fun little toy. Mhm. And uh, you know, it's a cool color scheme and everything. So it's I I uh I approve of Oil Master. So, so so overall you're happy with the set? I am. I am. I'm actually uh, very happy with the set. There's not a uh there's not a bad toy in the in the set. Um because even the stupid shattered glass toy is the jazz mold which is a uh it's a really good mold yeah it's one of the better ones yeah so yeah i i would say that uh for as kind of disappointed in the souvenir sets as i was this year the uh the box set is is really great cool so yeah apparently uh apparently people didn't agree with you because yeah i I noticed that not selling uh, yeah, which uh I mean I can I can get why it's not selling. <laughs> you know, I I totally understand that uh you know, the homages are perhaps a little too obscure. Mhm. And a little too uh forgotten and and just... it's not a unified theme and I think people, Well, that's also yeah. I think people like it when it's a unified theme. Yeah, it's cuz yeah, you're getting you know, uh, you're getting an, uh, well, a maximal, you know, a, a good guy, uh, animal character. You're getting a shattered glass character for some reason, the weird movie sort of homage. And then these, you know, G1 homage and then like a really obscure G1 homage that, you know, the only way you're going to even know what oil master is supposed to be uh is if you you know do nothing but read the transformer wiki yeah i think they're they aim too hard towards the hardcore yeah um which they also did with the machine wars uh yes theme yeah like most people don't care about machine wars exactly no 
stick to uh, Scorpidox. Yep. You know, give the give the rebel what they want. Uh, so that's everything, right? Yep, that's it. A lot of Transformers. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I think that's a show. Oh, Justin. Yes. Justin, one one last thing before we go. I have to give a uh, super big shout out to uh to one of our wonderful uh handsome and uh and virile listeners. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Uh we were sent a present. We were. We were. We were. I have not seen any present. Well, that you uh, next time you are in town, I will pass uh your part of the present along to you. Okay. Uh this is from uh well, uh Alex goes by the hacker alias Alex 310CA. Uh he uh responded to me on Twitter um back during the San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? They had a they had a comic uh, book convention down in San Diego this year. I don't recall anything happening in San Diego. I yeah, mean. yeah. They, it's it was just like a, a small gathering of comic book fans. They they you know bring out their quarter bins and and trade uh, some titles with each other. Uh, you know, not interesting to me. Little little bit of fun, but uh, they were having that uh, there, and um, they, oh, they well they showed off the new uh, Transformers game. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Transformers Devastation. And you remember seeing those uh, sweet posters that they had? Oh, yeah, yeah. For that? Uh, well, you know, it's it's uh, based on the artwork from the game, but it's done in kind of an homage to the old uh, back-of-the-box art. Uh, you know, all the Autobots and Decepticons fighting each other, looking really awesome. And I, I saw that poster, thought it was pretty sweet-looking, and I... Threw out a cry for help on Twitter, saying, "Hey, if there's anyone at the con who can grab one of these for me, I will like totally be your best friend." And uh, Alex uh, answered the call, and he uh, got in touch with me and said, "He's like, yeah, I'm I'm at the the show. I can, I'll definitely get one for you." And uh, I offered like a dozen times to pay him for his troubles or to, you know, pay the shipping or pay for the poster tube. And he kept refusing because he's, you know, he's, he's a listener of, uh, of us and he's a listener of, uh, the player one podcast as well. So he's just like, you know, consider this payback for all your podcasting, which is super nice. And I still think, uh, I'm ripping him off. Yeah. I think he got the short end of the deal. But he totally uh, picked up one of the posters for me. That's awesome. And he informed me that he picked another one up for you, and he sent it along so that I could give it to you next time you are in town. That is really cool. Yes, it is. And I looked at the poster. They they actually they just arrived today, uh, before we recorded. Uh, they are they're on uh, like thicker paper than I would have expected. You know, you think freebie giveaway posters, they're probably on like super thin kind of crappy paper. But uh, no, it's like this nice, you know, pretty thick, glossy uh, print. So it's a quality poster. And he even threw in a couple little bonus items just just for fun that uh, I, I got as well. So I will pass those along. 
Uh, a, we have a Skeletoken, a little Skeletor coin, uh, and a uh, Masters of the Universe uh, muscle figure. Oh, that is awesome. Yes, the uh, the uh, Motscule, <laughs> the Masters of the Universe small creatures lurking everywhere. Uh, this is a tiny little uh, uh, Skeletor figure done up in the style of the old muscle toys. That is so cool. Yeah, so he just uh, included those as extra little goodies that he got. So yeah, Alex, thanks so much. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, like I I I've been talking to him on Twitter for a while, and I've been just showering him with thanks because, quite frankly, he deserves it. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, seriously. Big ups to you, and uh, yeah, thank you for the posters and the uh, He-Man goodies. Kiss, kiss. What would Bane have to say about this? Oh, hold on. I don't know if you've uh, listened to the, the recent Player Ones, but I have a, uh, at, at the camp I'm working at, I made a little uh, mask that allows me to easily talk in the Bane voice. Let's see. Yeah. There we go. Now we have a bit of echo. When I put on the mask, Alex, a reckoning is coming, and I reckon that you are the most generous of all the listeners. So thank you. And everyone else, you have my permission to die <laughs> because you didn't send on ESA any presents. So, choke on that, you jerks. <laughs> wow, yes. Bane is a real jerk. Well, it's, it's, I'm, I'm a greedy man. And I want, I want presents and toys. And everyone should send them to me, Mr. Wayne. Hey, Justin. Yes? Have you seen the new Minions movie yet? No, I haven't. Oh! It's hilarious. It's so funny. They they talk in, in such funny phrases. You know, banana. They say banana. <laughs> yes. Yes, Gotham. Soon you will all be enjoying a banana. <laughs> banana. Yeah, you should totally go see that. Hey, I'm I'm thinking of going to see Pixels. Don't do it, Bane. This weekend, Bane, you don't like, do it. Don't do it. Would you like to come with? I know you like games. I, I do like games. You like video games. Not not interested in this one. Didn't you used to work for that Nintendo magazine? Not, yeah, it's true. Yes, uh, I, uh, Donkey Kong is in this one. It's on like Donkey Kong, Mister Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was my favorite catchphrase from from the Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> yeah, Mister Wayne, it's on like Donkey Kong. Yes. <laughs> well, give me a call if you want to go see Pixels. Uh, I think it's going to be a good time. That Kevin James, you know, he was in 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 Paul Blart. He's he's a funny guy. Very humorous. So, what do you think about that? Uh, thank you again, Alex. <laughs> yes. Seriously, thank you. You're too kind. Oh, man. I just... <laughs> just 
I could do a whole show as Bane. Seriously. It would be <laughs> it would be so obnoxious, but I, I could totally do it. But yeah, seriously. Thank you, Alex. You are awesome. You saved the day. So So yeah, that was it. Just wanted to give a shout out before we left. Uh, if you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast. Facebook, facebook.com slash points of articulation. Email POAPod at gmail.com. You can check out our Pinterest page, pinterest.com slash POA Podcast. I'll be putting up images of most of the stuff we talked about on this episode. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're on iTunes, if you could leave us a review, that'd be great. And we're also on Stitcher Radio. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. 